correctly with the correct amount. D20 Radio, where gamers roll. Greetings folks, this is Tom. I just want to give this week's podcast shout out to another podcast that shares our wonderful D20 Radio Network. This week's podcast is the Don't Despair podcast, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Genesis RPG. Don't Despair aims to bring frequent podcasts that delve deep into high-level concepts for the Genesis RPG published by Fantasy Flight Games. Your hosts are veterans of the system and role-playing games in general and they either run or help run the online Genesis community. So check them out. What are you waiting for? You're listening to Shared Sagas, an Australian RPG actual play podcast. This podcast features adult language and adult themes. Listener discretion is advised. Okay, so the wind keeps up, the rain unfortunately also keeps up, and if anything gets heavier, as you make your way down the now not quite so festive streets of Waterdeep to the Dock Ward. Upon arriving in the Dock Ward, you make your way using Lyle's expert ability to navigate the twisted alleyways and ramshackle abodes to find your clearest route to the dock itself, you stumble upon a scene. The scene of a mugging, in fact. You can see that there are two thugs. And to be very clear, this is nearby the area that you actually had your first adventure. Uh, You know that underneath the docks nearby is, is where the Xanathar lair that you excavated previously was. And so it is perhaps with no real surprise that you can see clearly what appear to be two Xanathar thugs currently holding a middle-aged merchant-looking fellow at knife point. They have got their daggers out and are pointing at his throat. He is currently fumbling with his coin purse and the two of them stand there. They are both dressed in leather armor, which is sort of a dark purple color. One of them, the leader, uh, is a tall, sort of pale-skinned fellow with sort of very, very gangly limbs. He's very, very sort of scrawny and scruffy looking. He's got brown hair that's going a little bit gray in a five o'clock shadow. And he sits there holding the dagger at this uh, plump merchant's throat as he says, hurry up, hurry up. Behind him, you can see that there is a a shorter dwarf, a Duragar, in Mm -hmm. fact. So one of the deep underdark dwelling dwarves, sort of Mm. very pale gray skin, completely pupilless and irisless white pure white eyes, completely bald on top, but a thick white beard. Alright, Parcel That Trace has a duration of an hour. Yes. I had no intention of dropping it. Are you no, it's comfortable with that? Absolutely, it is, it is and, well within an hour. And we're at that time? Sweet. Yeah, All right. It doesn't take that long to get to walk from one city to, sorry, no, from one, one end of the city to the other. Just wanted to make sure that that was still okay. Yes, absolutely. Cool. In which case, they're holding the dagger up to this guy's throat, absolutely. trying to, you know, trying to ambush them even as we are. Yes. Invites uh, danger for this guy so I want to try and see if I can get them away from him and the way that I'm going to do that look to uh, you Izzy and mimic the pendulum thing that I've seen you cast for Unseen Servant. Ah, yes, yes, And yes. then I'm going to use Formaturgy okay. to start creating ominous whispers around, was it three or two? There's, uh, there's, sorry, there the, are three people, but including yep. including the merchant. Cool. Two, two thugs. Yeah. The, Dur- the Durogar, the human. Yeah, so ominous. To be clear, the, the, the Durogar is behind the human. He has a, also has a dagger out and yep. has sheathed on its back. He has a, 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 a warhammer. All right. Oh, okay. Cool. So I'm going to start from our vantage point of hiding. Yes. Start with ominous whispers. Whispers. Let Ooh. me know when I come next to my action. Great. So if you if you just, I mean, they can't see you, and there's no real saving throw associated with this. No, thing so it just happens. It's how they react to it. It course. happens. So they so they get creeped out. The Durgar, you know, sort of, turn, and I presume, by the way, that the three of you are kind of hiding behind a nearby rain barrel, perhaps? Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. So, you can see that the Durgar looks around and sheaths the dagger at his side and then whips out the Warhammer on his back yeah. and sort of holds it at the wall, looking around for the whispers. The human also, likewise, pulls the dagger away from the merchant's throat and mm-hmm. looks around furtively, trying to uh, observe you all. What's everyone's stealth check, please? Now he's uh, actively right, he's still to... on plus 10. Is there it's anything that we should know about? 
as far as the brain and what have you. <laughs> you will have a no. You actually you will have advantage to be honest. Natural twenty. Right. So seven, so the, the gods seven, can't see 20. you, is he? <laughs> wow. <laughs> you advantage. Fourteen is nineteen twenty nine. Wow. And just. 24. Okay, so as much as they look really, really panicked and look around and nervous and startled, they don't see you at all. What do you do? All right, so uh, Izzy, feel free to jump in if you want yes. to do something to support this. Yes. Uh, so the second thing that I'm going to do is a great instantaneous sound that originates from a uh, point of my choice within range, which is 30 feet. So that's the rumble of thunder, cry of a raven, and ominous whispers. whispers. So we're doing ominous whispers around them. Yes. We're going to create uh, another such thing. I don't know whether these guys are familiar with the notion that there might be a dragon about, <laughs> but I think some sort of bestial roar coming from, say, the darker shadows of the alley. Fantastic. With the intention of possibly getting them to run back out onto the streets. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like that. That's great. Oh. That's really awesome. All right, so you so you make it a dark, uh, sorry, a, a bestial sounding roar. Is yep. that correct? Fantastic. Yes. But look, that'll work. So as soon as that happens, the human just rips the coin purse off the merchant, who does not argue. It actually looks as freaked out at, at, by all this as the other two, of course. And then just turns and starts to run down the alleyway, actually towards you, towards where you're hiding. So that sounds like a sleight of hand opportunity for oh. our resident thief. So without even having to resort to... Although, I guess that's my question. Do you want to take them out? Because they are Xenathar thieves. Or do you want to just try to snatch the coin purse back and not get into a street fight today? I feel like we've got dragons to look for, and that's probably going to consume a fair amount of our, um, our resources. But that's just me. Completely up to you. Well, look, yeah. it's, it's Jez's call. As yeah. the human goes to run past you... Do you want to try to snatch the coin purse out of his hand, or do you want it's, to try and shank him? It's too much to resist for her, so she's definitely going to try to uh, yoink something from his pockets. Okay, sounds good With to a me. Slight of hand that is not very good. Um, oh, it's not bad. It's four, uh, fourteen. Any advantage from the situation that they're in, or no? Actually, yes, because they're startled. You definitely will have advantage on this. No, just still fourteen. Okay. Anything you can throw in, Izzy? Not really. Just once. Oh, sorry. So first of all, you are definitely successful. You managed Jeez. to snatch the coin purse back from him, and also managed to pilfer his pocket seat. Ah! Excellent. <laughs> nice. Okay. You steal from him. A token in his pocket. He has on a small leather throng a carving. It's like a little wood carving, which is dyed purple. Oh, hello. Like as though it is a trinket that has come from the Zoblob shop. Yeah. And uh-huh. it is carved in the shape of a couple of different animals. What kind of animals? Well, I'm glad you asked. There is a bear and a lion and a tiger and a wolf mm-hmm. and a badger mm-hmm. and a tortoise. That's a lot of animals. Yes, they're all together on this little token. Okay. Can I take a look at it? Yeah, in a moment. What else do I get as well? Uh, sorry, the coin. You steal back the merchant's coin purse. And how much was that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you're keeping. Well, okay. So in the so the merchant. I just want to know <laughs> what kind of thief wouldn't be looking at how much money is in there. It's, it's, it's mostly silver. You reckon it, it would equate to about seventeen gold? Okay, that's fine. So I take one for my services. <laughs> you take one for your services. So the merchant is just sitting there cowering, slumped against the wall. The thund- the echo of these two beating feet at the- down the end of the wet alleyway, splashing in puddles. So Jez just throws Izzy the um, purple carved animal figurine and then throws the merchant his coin purse. So he looks he looks at you and says, Thank you, thank you, he says. Um, so he, well, he, he picks the coin purse up off the ground and says, Oh, Thank you. Thank you so much. As mentioned, he's a sort of a medium height, uh, portly gentleman with a uh, bushy brown moustache. He just kind of gets up, once again, still soaking wet and just runs off in the opposite direction. Well, that's our good deed for today, you know. Mm-hmm. Let's go home. Is he? No, yes. we're going to have a dragon to find. turning over, like, oh, yeah. to, like <laughs> looking at this thing. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. What is it? You can give me an intelligence arcana check. Yes, excellent. That is a... 20, a natural 20. So you think it is a magical item mm-hmm. that will allow you for X number of charges to be able to cast Speak with Animals. <laughs> I hope that uh, maniacal giggle means you found something good in that, Izzy. Yes. <laughs> Would you like to tell us? For a certain number of times a day, we can talk to animals. To be clear, it's an expendable resource, so a certain number of charges remaining. Ah, yes. Okay. And it's gone. I don't know how many. I don't know how many times it's been used. You'll, you'll need. You, you'll need to identify to know how many charges it has left. I will. Okay. Uh, put my I, hand out then. Okay, fine. Here, but I want it back. Fine. Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. It sounds like we've got to sell some time. Uh, yeah. So I think it's about 10 minutes to... Can we do it while we're walking? No. no. <sighs> but you can take 10 minutes to cast the ritual of identifying. Indeed, and I shall. Fantastic. There are six charges remaining. There are six left. <gasps> There's six out of... Don't blow them all at once. I did. <laughs> but I want... <laughs> Not every horse, okay, that you see, Izzy. Oh! <laughs> Useful animals only. All right. <laughs> Somewhere, somewhere, Just... somewhere, somewhere, a horse is like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so you make your way out of this uh, rain-soaked, smelly alleyway until eventually you come out onto the dock region. You can see the expansive docks of Waterdeep stretched out before you. The harbour is, the deep water harbour is really quite remarkable. Piers yeah. and jetties jut out for, in some cases, dozens and dozens of feet. There are huge ships moored deeper in the harbour and then you have all the sort of small and medium sized ships that are docked and moored further uh, sorry, that, that are docked closer to the uh, the actual dock region itself you can hear the bustling of certain nefarious taverns nearby yes, I imagine there's something of a roiling affair yes uh, given the nature of the weather exactly so uh, beca- and because and also because of the nature of this you know fleet's wake yeah. of course you can yeah. see that you know there is essentially a permanent ongoing festival down here by the docks yeah. as well so where do you want to begin your search well that's the question isn't it do you want to ask around apparently this dragon has spooked some sailors do you want to try to find a sailor and ask them do we, hey, oh do we know that yes yeah. okay yeah 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 like we, we were told this in the in the, in the, in the letter document. okay so far that's the dragon's only crime is scaring some sailors yeah Startling the shit out of them. It sounds like that would be the best way to go then. Yes, I think to probably to a tavern is probably our, our closest bet then. And could not, I say, trying to you know try myself futilely. I could not agree more. And check out competition. That's true. Although them being down this end of the, the city, I don't know how much of a competition it is. They're in the north ward though, so still within our area, right? No, no. So this is the dark ward. Dark ward. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. very, very, very far. Actually, opposite end of the city. Oh, then we're fine. You're fine. Okay. So you make your way into the nearest tavern maybe there's one find looks- out how seafood is properly meant to be cooked as opposed to inside <laughs> I find that very offensive so I find your I find your dish very offensive <laughs> <laughs> So there is the Merry Merfolk, which is kind of a medium, low-class establishment, and then there is a real shit show <laughs> called the Black Boar Inn, which, I mean, you can smell it from here. Mm-hmm. So you don't know where you would prefer to go, but it's up to you. I think we know where we would prefer to go. <laughs> yeah. Where the sailors are is a different situation. Indeed. All right. Black Boar Inn, then. You make your way to the Black Boar Inn. You swing open the saloon-style doors, and already you can smell the pungent odour of thick tobacco smoke, pipe weed, and the stench of urine wafts from a corner. Those sitting around in small groups in dark corners turn their eyes towards you furtively before going back to their drinks temporarily, satisfied that you are not City Watch. It is a wretched hive of scum and villainy. Alright, where are the sailors at? Can I just get a quick notion as to overall charisma scores of people? (laughs) Ten. Okay. In terms of just the the larger number then I'm guessing? I'm working on an assumption as to who would be probably the one that people would talk to most. Yeah, like in the absence of... In a situation like this, probably me. Probably yeah. you. All right. Enhanced ability. I am conveying upon you Eagle's Splendor. Oh my. What is that? <gasps> Eagle Splendor gives you advantage on charisma checks. Great. I have a feeling I might need it. <laughs> All of a sudden, Jez seems to be so much more poised and well-spoken. So, I, don't, I don't know. I don't see what the difference is. The usual, really. <laughs> wow. So do, do you approach the table of sailors you can see in the corner? Yep. Excellent. <laughs> there are five of them, men and women of a rough and unseemly sort. As you <laughs> approach, they are currently having something of a drinking competition and they're playing the knivey stabby between the fingers knife game. Mm-hmm. Their leader, yes, their leader is a short, incredibly muscular black woman with a shaved head and a pirate hat on at a jaunty angle. Uh, she is wearing a simple sort of dark purple tunic and she stands up and declares victory just as you approach the table and slams her empty rum bottle down on the on the table, looks to you and says, yeah, what do you want? Oh, you know, I thought I might join you in a game of knivey stabby. <laughs> Should have given you dexterity. <laughs> Have you played not? Have you played Nivey Stabbies before? <laughs> Only once. Seems pretty strong. <laughs> <laughs> she says. 
<laughs> she says, then welcome, I guess, I suppose. Which ship do you work on? I don't work on a ship, actually. This is a sailor bar. You should fuck off then. Well, I, I felt because it's a sailor bar, this might be the right kind of place to meet sailors, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Make it a wink. May, give me a charisma persuasion check. Persuasion or deception? Death. I don't know. Are you actually looking to... <laughs> Deceive them, or are you? It's a little bit of, little bit of both. A little bit of both. She's a handsome woman, strong, good shoulders. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to do the flirt action, basically, yeah. to try to get her on side. Uh, there's a really beard, so I'm going to re-roll that. Oh, do I have advantage? Yeah, of course I do. Hey. Um, so everyone has their inspiration back, by the way. Cool. Yeah. So that's fifteen. Oh yeah. Sit down. And with that, she pushes a chair out and it's uh, your fingers. Yeah. Are you going to engage in a, in a game of Navy Stabbies? Maybe. I'll just say. I'll just say. Before we start, though, I'll be honest for my reason here. We've heard rumor of um, kind of an unlikely beast in this area. You notice some furtive and suspicious looks pass between several of the members of the table. I imagine uh, I'm going to keep just a general eye on things and listening, and rather than you know so, uh, being in your corner, I don't want to be. I don't want to be necessarily in your corner. Yeah. Yeah. Just keeping an eye out on uh, overall reactions. Yeah, yeah, same here. Good. That's cool. fine. Absolutely. Do you know anything about that? Oh, maybe. Give me. Give me a persuasion check. Let's see how how well you put them at ease. Fifteen again. Still advantage. Still fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> She says, oh yeah, I suppose you're talking about the dragon then. Perhaps. We haven't seen it, but I'm a little bit curious, you see. All right then. Well, I suppose I could take you where I saw it last. It spends most of its time underwater. So you you have seen it. You're not just... Yeah, it scared the shit out of me when I was unloading a crate before. You have to forgive me, you know, sailors and tall tales and all that. Oh, well, you can... You know what? I hope you see it. And I hope it scares you too. Come on. I'm taking you right now. She slams the, the rum bottle down and storms out. All right, that was easy. Yeah, let's go. Yes, we're going to get this dragon. That's time over for you. She turns around and says, by the way, my name's Ginther. I like the cut of your jib. You want to uh, maybe come over to my place later? All right, Ginther. Well, we'll see. We've got to find this dragon first. Appropriately enough, I'm uh, currently working on the saucy maiden. She points over to one of the merchant vessels. She winks and she says, very appropriate. Yes, she, she winks back. It's a wink off. Uh, <laughs> so much winking going so on. So much winking. Just just what is happening? <laughs> With that, she, uh, she in, in the rain, of course, you know, holds her big tricorn hat down further across her, across her shaved head as you make your way further north and north and north in the docks until you get near towards where the cliff face is on the northern, northern end. While we're w- walking, um, mm-hmm. just want to do two things. One mm-hmm. is just ask her, when you've seen it, what has it been doing? Well, it burst out of the water and said, boo. <laughs> You've got to be shitting me. No. Yay. It's a twat. <laughs> All right. I think I like this this dragon. <laughs> Sounds like a pretty fun time. Yeah, it's not, though, because I wet myself a little bit. I mean, I didn't wet myself. I thought about it. <laughs> didn't actually do it. Right. I did not right. wet myself. Yeah. Figur- figuratively, you Yes. Know. Oh, I say that all the time. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> With that, she continues walking down the dock. Eventually, you get to a very almost deserted area. There's a few larger sort of warehouses here, but there's actually a couple of not very well-used ships. This is a location called Mistshore. She says, yeah, so anyway, down here, there's a whole bunch of submerged ships. In the last Sahagwin War, oh, so many years ago, there was, a, you know, quite the naval battle here. So there's quite a few sunken vessels. Occasionally, you know, adventurers, mercenaries, dragons, I guess, uh, you know, dive down here to uh, try to pilfer what they can. Not sure how much is left, but a lot of ships down there. Kind of looted them all. I think that's what the dragon's doing. Apart from scaring the shit out of poor sailors. Yeah, it's a fair gig, I suppose. Anyway, uh, I was unloading at the end of this dock here. This is the location. Hope you can breathe water. All right, we've got something sorted out. I think so. And then I'm just going to turn to my friends, and I'll just say, uh, I'll just say to her first of all, she's like, "Might catch you later." She gives you a prolonged wink and says, "Saucy maiden, saucy maiden." And with that, <laughs> turns and walks away. Um, I throw it back. <laughs> she turns to, to Lyle and says, So what's the game plan here then, Master Strategist? Apart from Izzy clearly being very excited to talk Yay. to a dragon. Yay! It seems pretty clear. The Harpers want to learn their intentions. At the moment, the intention seems to be be a nuisance. I imagine that's not going to suffice for the Harpers, so we need to do a little bit more 
poking around, but it seems harmless on the face of it. As harmless, I suppose, as dragons get. Mm. Yeah. My thinking... Playing fun with some sailors and sorting down some treasure, I don't think that's too much of an issue. My thinking, and this is going to sound weird to, weird to suggest, but what? I feel like the person that uh, a dragon of this type is going to relate to is a uh, gnome wizard uh... here. <laughs> Izzy's kind of standing there just, just do, do so they, happy. Do they slap just... their cheeks in excitement? Yes! <laughs> Izzy's like kind of hurriedly just <laughs> flapping through their clothes trying to find the, the potions. Oh, yeah. So, yes. you, yeah. so you fumble around and you get anyone who. So you walk out onto the pier, I guess? Yes. Or, or this, this long wooden pier which juts out between two larger like wooden warehouses and so forth, yeah. some, some of which are occupied. How's the, um, how's the weather still? Rain is still pouring down. It is still the it is you are soaked to the bone mm. already. We're so. all about to be more wet, yeah. so it doesn't yeah. matter too much. So you take out the potions. Now to let you yes. know that they last for an hour. Cool. Okay. And it's not they're not concentration, and that's really all you need to know. Uh, you can be casting the comp because most dragons do speak common, but particularly young dragons may only speak draconic. Which if you don't if you don't speak, which you might, oh you do. We, still okay. have, we should still have comprehend we languages. We have two scrolls of comprehend languages. Yes. And mm. then yeah. does speak with animals animals also work in that same sort of way. Dragons aren't animals, no. Yeah. I'm going to assume that like all the animals on that amulet I can speak to. No, it's a symbol. So it'll it'll speak to, it's it's just the decoration they've chosen for the token. Oh, okay. All right. When you drink a uh, water breathing potion, you can cast spells and speak underwater. Ah. So you can, it's it's like the Aquaman movie, right? It's magical. You can talk underwater, all that kind of thing. You have um, not not complete freedom of movement. You still have to swim and things like that. But you can cast magic underwater. But, you know, it can be difficult to read a scroll underwater and it's not waterproof. Mm. So mm. if you wanted to take the scroll, one of the scrolls or both of them, out of their protective casing and cast comprehend languages on these two just yep. so they can join in on any conversation yep. if needed, yep. 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 up to you. Okay. To my mind, it's a, it's a trickster. Okay. So that puts it either into Izzy's or mine and I figure... Izzy, at the very least, because you've studied dragons in the past. Oh man, I know everything. <laughs> well, maybe not everything, but 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 just a lot about dragons. Izzy, try not to fangirl too hard. Remember, we are here to do a job, but I do yeah. think you should take the lead on this one, if nothing oh. else but sheer goddamn enthusiasm. <laughs> Probably best just to yeah, let's just get out, keep out of the way. <laughs> Come on. To meet a dragon. Well, there was a time you thought that there was uh, there was rumours of a large lizard which you thought was a dragon. Yes, I, I tripped balls once and saw a dragon. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so that's how did, how did that end? It was great. We had a great chat. Uh-huh. <laughs> Turns out that's... it was my neighbour. He was not very pleased with me. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <laughs> If okay. anyone hasn't got their inspiration, you can all yeah. have that back Yes. Then. So you quaff the potions, you cast the spell. Yeah, so I actually, you... actually get people to like hold their cloaks over hold. the scrolls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like just, just, just so I can, just so I don't get any well, rain on have them. To, and then one time, we're going to have to take off some of our clothes as well, like our mm-hmm. armor and stuff like that, because otherwise it'd be too difficult to get around. Leather armor's fine. So yeah. I, I don't, I don't uh, think anyone, anyone has anything heavier than leather armor. No. So you're, no. you're fine, actually. You're all good. Okay. I mean, your cloaks, though, that makes sense, right? So yeah, you take the cloak. yeah. It would just be Jez because you're like twice the height of these two so yeah. I imagine you just kind of <laughs> stooped over Izzy while yep. yes. so yep. Izzy you unfurl the scrolls and you yes. cast it perfectly that's fine there's no yep. check, check required it's on your on your wizard spell list so with that then I guess are you walk to the end of the pier are you just going to jump down and start swimming around does seem like the done thing however do we need a weighted belt or anything like that no, no well, it, it allows you to so the potions of water breathing don't give you a swim speed but no. they, they allow you to swim better and they also allow you to see perfectly under the water as well oh, oh really that's cool yeah, it's like, that's, okay. it's yeah like, that was my chief it's, concern it's like you've got goggles on yeah cool because yeah it's it's storming and it seems like it's night but I could be wrong on that no it, it's late afternoon late afternoon but having said that it's though dreary in, in it's spring sunset's pretty late it's at yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's, like, it's like England where it's, it's a bit later in mm. spring and very late in summer. So yeah. you jump down into the water for now? Yep. Yes. Okay. So you jump down into the water and soon you can see the beauty of the underwater of the deep sea water deep harbour, which of course the entire city gets its name from. It is We're deep in the water, fellas. You in, <laughs> in, in, in fact, you are. You can see, first of all, through the murky depths. Now, you can't see infinitely. There is yeah. still enough brine and other Just muck and mud dirt and, and stuff yeah. like that that... You you know, your vision is blocked maybe maybe beyond about sort of 100 feet or so, if not a little bit more. And so you start 
start to descend down and down and down and down until eventually you can see the looming shadowy shapes of many submerged, sunken vessels. You know, that even now just occurs to me that there may not only be a dragon that's down here. Oh, really? Oh, oh my. This is, this, is only, this is only just occurring to you now. Yes. So anybody that wants to, actually, well, just please, everyone, give me a perception check. Yeah. Sure. Blair. 17 for Jez. Great. Six for me. Six. Okay. okay. 14. 14. Okay, great. So, Jez, and only Jez, you spot ahead what you are very, very sure is a particularly large submerged vessel, which is very, very sunken, like deep, deep into the bank, into the, 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 the soil at the bottom of the harbour here. And you can silt. see a... Sh- the silt. Thank you. And you can see a figure, which appears to be a dragon. Even from this distance, you can see its, you know, beautiful bronze, shiny scales. It's young, and so they're quite polished and of a lighter tone and it's sort of a medium it's, it's a large sized dragon so it's about the size of a horse it's, it's wingspan would be about in total about 15 20 feet or so Okay. And it's kind of stocky. It's kind of got a barrel chest and built like little sort of pit bulls or pokes. You know, they've got quite a sort of barrelly chest. They're, yeah. they're quite yeah. mu- mu- muscular and not overly large. So as you descend, all of a sudden this dragon turns and sees you and then starts to, and then you can see it sort of cock its head to the side and then it excitedly starts to swim towards you. Oh God, oh God, oh God. <laughs> Bear in mind, although you are not in your natural habitat, right? Yeah. You can move relatively well underwater with the potion, but you know, you're still inhibited and yeah. You don't have a swim speed and this dragon is coming at you and despite the fact that it's a young dragon, it's still the size of a draft horse. It's do we big. do we need to make some sort of check? But no, you're okay. You're your heroes, your adventurers, but I guess just roleplay the fact that you'd yeah. probably be a little bit wary as it yes. runs up to you and says, Oh hello, oh my goodness, look at you, you're wonderful, what are you? And the roleplay is ended. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 sorry. Continue. No, no, it's like, okay, the moment it speaks, is all notion of fear. (laughs) So, yeah, I get you, I get you. Yes. It it just looks at you with these big, really expression, an expression-filled face. And it has that sort of stocky, sort of chunky face, a bit like the one from Dragonheart, right? Where he's got the bigger bigger cheeks. Oh, yeah. Jowls. Is he? (gasps) I think we've just met you in dragon form. Oh, my gosh, yes, hello. Oh my god, it's so lovely to meet you as well. Ah! Lyle and Jess are looking at each other like, oh my gosh. So it it flaps its wings sort of around you and like then looks at you and and just kind of pokes you. (laughs) Oh my god, what what, what are you? I've never seen one of you before. I'm a gnome! A gnome? That's amazing. Madness. No idea who the gnomes are. What's a gnome? Very annoying in my opinion. (laughs) Really? You know, people say that about me sometimes. I've no idea why. Oh my gosh, this is so great. You're so great. We're kindred spirits, I think. Oh, by the gods. Do you mean best friends? <gasps> yes! Yes! <laughs> Yay! Sorry. What? What? It, it, what? what the I, hell is this? <laughs> Lyle, am I tripping again? I, <laughs> oh, I'm broken. Lyle is utterly speechless at seeing the... Just, <laughs> Like the dragon, the dragon seems pretty big enough as it is compared to compared to Izzy. Probably uh, even more so. It'd be like a morsel of that. Oh and man! Seeing the two, Ty, more, give me strength. So, <laughs> so the dragon, he uh, he he looks to the two of you. You know, oh. once again, this is this is this dragon. He would be the equivalent of a teenager. So he'd be very quite young indeed. Mm-hmm. And, and look, oh my goodness, though, but how come you can be under water? Because my parents said that people like you couldn't be under water. So they're liars. <laughs> Is he? Sorry, they were liars. What? Oh. And, then, and then he looks sad. Aw. That's okay. So, we, we had a bit of help. Oh, that's amazing. It's always good to help people, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, I want you to help me, but you first. Okay. So, we heard that you were in here. Yes. And that you... Surprise! Were... <laughs> <laughs> so, he, he spreads his wings. Actually, yeah, that's pretty funny, because you've been surprising a lot of people <gasps> up on land. So many people, and they're so mad. It's always so absolutely heckin' fun. Oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> Like why? Why are you here? You look for something? Oh yeah. So, uh, so uh, I had to leave my parents' lair because that we well they died during the War of the Dragons. Aww. So no, it's okay. It's been enough time now. But so I'm building my own lair. I'm old enough now, so I need to start my horde, don't I? 
Need, need to start making my hoards. So I thought this is the best place. So many ships down here and lots of treasure in them. Uh, not as much mm. as I would like, but you know, everyone's gonna start somewhere. I wonder, so wait. no, you first. So, so wait, 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 so dragons have hoards, but they can have like hoards of different things. Oh yes, yeah, so I wanna get the gold and the treasure and all the normal stuff, but I wanna get uh. it from these shipwrecks because not all dragons can breathe underwater like this. So I thought I might be in with a shot. I've already got a little Actually, bit. that's pretty smart. I know, I'm so smart. <laughs> My parents are so wrong. There's a, there's, a, there's a side that's coming out of Lyle that's being essentially translated into a series of bubbles billowing out. <laughs> but listen, listen, listen. Uh, to that end, could I possibly uh, borrow your services? I'll pay you. I'll give you a share. Uh, Ouch. Let me explain. See, the point is there's this big ship down there. It's super big. You can see it right there. I was just there before. Yeah. And it has a hole in the hole, so, but it's too small for me to fit in. But you're all tiny. So maybe you can get in, you can bring the treasure out, and then uh, I'll give you some. So, all right, first of all, what's your name again? Oh, my name is Zelefarn. Lovely to meet you. Zelefarn. Well, okay. Well, I'm Jess. This is Lyle. This is Izzy. Jess, Hi. Lyle, Izzy. Oh, those such silly names. Hello. <laughs> um... <laughs> Are what are they you short planning for? on? I, it's not short for anything. I don't know what you're talking about. Where? Uh, so, question for you: Are you planning on making your lair or whatever dragons live in here? Are you just planning on taking the goal elsewhere? Oh yes. Yeah, so I was going to make myself a lair in one of the caves up there on the mountain. <gasps> I can't get really far inside the city though. It's really weird. I don't know why. But it's like, a, it's like a barrier. It's like a barrier. So I can't really go up it. I don't know. Do you know why that is? Well, they're pretty protected of their mountain and there's already a bunch of griffins that already reside there and also this rather grumpy looking hermit who probably doesn't want to share his mountain with him. I, I, I myself would probably look elsewhere as a layers go. Oh, he looks quite disappointed and says, oh, but I wouldn't bother anyone. I'm not a red dragon. I'm not going to go around eating people. Well, sometimes people can't really see that some dragons are good. War of the Dragons kind of didn't put dragons in a great light. For the mo- for the first time, he becomes quite serious and has a very somber expression and says, yes, no, that was a terrible thing. A terrible thing. All right, I understand, I suppose. And looks unconvinced, though. Does anybody want to try to give me a... Well, first of all, two things. Does yeah. anybody want to try to get a read on him to see if he's uh, being honest uh, about everything he's said so far? I feel like he is, but yeah. Let's, and, let's see what else we're getting glean. And does anybody want to make a sort of a persuasion check to uh, uh, talk him out of camping on top of Mount Waterdeep? I'm, I'm thinking as well, uh, can I like take Izzy aside very quickly? Yes, of course and you can. Say, I know you said that you, you knew a lot about dragons. Yeah. This one seems a little bit young to be on his own, so I don't know. Is is he supposed to still be with them? You know, or Dad. Is he? You know, with your, with your Arcana training, yeah. you know that this is normally too young for a dragon to leave its family lair. Yeah. Typically, it's probably just because, unfortunately, he's a war orphan. His his parents yeah. were probably killed in the War of the Dra- which was, yeah. by the way, also between good and bad dragons. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, he is a bit young. I mean, he doesn't have a but lot of natural. Really didn't really have a choice. Well, I'm not saying he's done anything wrong. No. I'm just thinking, well, I don't think the city of Waterdeep would take too kindly to there being a young, uh, undisciplined dragon being around, and I don't know, maybe his people are somewhere we could the, get him to them. The city mightn't, but there are people within the city who might. Let me just see what the result of this insight check is first before I okay. go further on the suggestion. Sure. So, 18? Okay, 18. Yeah, so you think he's 100% genuine. He's yeah. just a... Yeah. A, 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 a friendly, naive dragon. Yeah. The Black Staff has a lot of influence in the city, and whatever barrier that's been erected, doubtless she has control. You know that the Staff of Aegaron uh, does allow dragons that are chosen to come into the city. That's very rare. They're very selective on what dragons are allowed in the city, mm. but these... good dragons are allowed... Do The Staff of Aegaron supersedes the barrier and can allow dragons... With permission into the city. Are these the kind of dragons that can turn into you know, a human shape? Animals. No, animals. He, they can turn into friendly animals, but not people. Yet. They can turn into animals. He'd be too young. He'd be too young to be able to turn into a person. He would only be able to turn into animals. Mm-hmm. I'm just. I'm a little bit concerned for his welfare. He seems quite naive, and I'd hate for someone to take advantage of him. It's true. I think there's a few devious souls in this city who might convince him to work for them, and he would unknowingly do a lot of bad. Even the Blackstaff? Not the Blackstaff. I think the Blackstaff is probably a good person to consider, but 
If he doesn't have parents, perhaps he can have a mentor. No. No, is he? No. (laughs) We're not taking home a dragon. No! It's too much responsibility. (laughs) Then we can change it to an animal! They eat so much, our profits would just go entirely into feeding this beast. It's true. (laughs) What if he could change into something smaller? Can he turn into a griffin? (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to ask him? No. I'd be very okay with a griffin dragon. (laughs) I think, Izzy, he likes you quite a lot. I think if you talk to him and you asked him to, I don't know, maybe bring his, leave his treasure here for now and come and meet some friendly folk. I think we actually really want that treasure, don't we? Well, I wouldn't mind coming back for it later. Yeah, but... But nobody else is going to get it in the meantime. We also don't have the potions that are helping us at this point that's true that's Mm. true maybe if we do do this favor for him we can bring the treasure up i think so yes and then try to whisk him away to perhaps a little bit of a safer location away from sailors who scare too quickly okay let's do it all right all right is he zelfon yes we will help you Oh, that is so wonderful. Come with me. And he yes. just he just swims all the way down is to the bottom. To, is it possible to latch onto a tail or something? Can we, can we, yeah. We, yeah, yeah. we can't get down that fast. Can we, can we get a lift? Oh, sure. No, why not? Why not? Why not? And just yes. holds, it, holds his wings out for you just to grab mm-hmm. really any part of him, like his tail, and you, you swim with reasonable speed as you get down towards the bottom. As you do so, as you come upon the actual ship itself, looking up, he looks up and says, oh, no, she, she can't have this one no 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 and looks really perturbed and put out and she and he points up and you can see the weirdest damn thing that you have ever seen in your entire life really because i gotta say (laughs) (laughs) we have seen some shit we've seen seen some shit right now yes (laughs) so you see a contraption that looks like something in between a mechanical lobster, a steel barrel, and a diving bell. Oh. What? Oh no. So this is what you see. I again ask myself if I'm tripping. <laughs> so you see, it essentially is, in essence, a mechanical oh, that's cool. const- a mechanical submersible. A small mechanical Magitech submarine. Oh my gosh, yes. With gigantic lobster claws out the front of it and little lobster feet. And it kind of moves above you and starts to head down towards the same ship that you're going for. Oh, we have to, we have to rush. Xelophon? Yes. Yes. Does, what is that first of all? Oh, that belongs to this wizard woman and she's, she's old and cranky. And she also plunders all the ships down here using that machine. And I said that I'd be happy to share with her because she can get into some ships that I can't and vice versa. But no, she refuses to work with me. She's very rude. Well, we're here first. I know. And he... He puts his fists on his hips. Yeah. So the apparatus starts to sort of loom towards you. All right, we uh, have to. If we're going to do this, we have to do it fast. What are you going to do? You could just knock on the. No, <laughs> oh, no, we're not introducing ourselves to the to the wizard. Let's listen. Where's this hole? Zelfon? He okay. He points and says, "All right, listen. I'll get out of the way because of the fact that she doesn't. She already doesn't like me. I mean, I think I scared her twice, and that might have." Put me off with the wrong foot. Actually, you can change into animals. Do we? Did you say that? <gasps> yes. Yes. Okay. No, I'm not old enough yet. I, I, don't, I never learned how. My parents are supposed to tell me how to do that, but they didn't. Hmm. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Okay. Let's hmm. go. Let's go. Wait, so he so he swims off a little bit in, yeah. in, into the murky depths, and then you go towards the hole in the hole, which you can clearly yes. see. Yep. It's it's actually not terribly small. It's way too small for him. But this mm-hmm. this apparatus might even be able to kind of you know wedge wedge it open to, mm-hmm. to get in, maybe. But it'd be a very tight fit for it as well. Yeah. And as you descend, you can see that it is heading towards that hole and is kind of sizing it up also. Right. As you as you approach, you get up towards the edge of the hole, and you can see the apparatus inside and you can hear you can hear what sounds like a magically projected voice mm-hmm. come from outside of the apparatus oh, no. as you get within range and say well I'd like you all just to move along this is my ship you can find a different one I believe scavengers rights say differently we got here first well I, I was here just before and I, and I only left for a small time just to uh, uh, to grab a couple of things. I, I, I definitely laid claim to it well before you arrived. Says who? Well, well, says me. Got any witnesses? I'm moving into the hole while these yeah, two are Yeah, same here. I'm doing it. 
Who, who even are you? You don't you don't work for the Zentarum or nothing, do you? No, we're just uh, some. Keep, uh, keep them talking. <laughs> yeah, just keep talking. Or just... <laughs> you should still. Are we still within uh, the hour? You are. Yes. Yeah. Well. Well. Right, God, so, I hope so. Yeah. I know. <laughs> no. Sure. You're, yeah. That's oh, right. No. Uh, for for um, if you have anything to do that involves persuasion or deception again, uh, anything with charisma, you have advantage. Cool. So so this non non threateningly, like the claws are. are, are downturn so as not to appear like they're grasping for you uh, the apparatus gets closer and closer and you can see you can see in the front this elderly woman <laughs> with a white with white hair she basically looks like if mother goose was a wizard yeah, yeah. she has little, yeah. Goose. little spectacles in my movie she's played by Betty White and, <gasps> and she has her hair done up in a, a nice bun on top of her head she has a purple and blue very wizardly robe complete with you know sort of shoulder pads and uh, glittering filigree uh-huh. All right. so Jez has got a bit of an idea and she says alright granny have you consulted oh. the handbook of 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 uh, ship scavengers of Waterdeep edition 2 That's I think that you're making that up deception deception, <laughs> deception check let's see how this goes I like it though it's good Oh, yes. Well, well, I was, I was just going to. It was on the list. I haven't gotten to that one just yet, but it's it's on the short list. Appendix four (laughs) A says that if you are an individual practicing scavenging, I am, and you come across a group of people who are scavenging, I did. Those with the greatest number of people on their scavenging team get the first share, and then whatever we cannot carry ourselves, then that's what what's all you get. Oh my! Well, I'm sorry, I had no idea. But well, well, well listen then. She starts to backpedal a little uh, bit and says, well, "Well, why don't we work together? I can, I can." help you carry some of the larger things up and why why don't we split everything 50-50? Well, see, I I think that uh, it would probably look something more like 80-20. How much time has (laughs) Jez bought for Izzy and myself? Yeah. So so you're sneaking down towards the hull? Yeah. As you do so, you, you, by the way, get right to the hull and you get actually within, actually, you can even start to go in. But I assume you're keeping sort of half an eye on what's going on out here. Yeah. And it's a good thing you do. Oh, good. Because you can see what appears to be a very large shark. A very large, almost dire shark. What? Well, you know. I mean, it's a big one. It's a huge shark, which starts to move closer. It is very, very scarred. And it has essentially what looks like a collar made out of seashells. And as it approaches, the, the first that Jez and this apparatus, well, actually the apparatus is completely unaware because it's coming out from behind the apparatus, yeah. it starts to circle these two. And you hear it actually call out and speak. What? In this deep rumbling voice. Is, is it me? Shark. Now, who, who has taken the scroll of comprehend oh, languages? These guys. Yes. You um, can but speak Draconic, but yes. can you speak Aquan? No. Okay. So you do not understand what it's saying, but these two do. So Lyle and Jez, you hear a voice behind you say, Hello, little interlopers. It is a pleasure to meet you. Well, it's a polite shark. Good. I am Obliteros. Okay, that's polite. What? 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 what It's it's making mouth sounds. It says that his name is Obliteros. It's pleased to meet us, but, you know, kind of in the same way that we're pleased to meet dinner. So... Uh... So the woman, the woman uh, looks to you, Jez, and says, Oh dear, it's Obliteros. A what Ross? It's a Obliteros. It's a giant, it's a giant shark. Can I you see it now? Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh... You, you, it looms up behind and actually kind of dwarfs. I yeah, can't the, emphasize the enough how much we are in the hole, yeah. in the hull. Can I get in, please? <laughs> Let me in. She says... <laughs> she, she, she pops the front open and it's weird because the, oh, the, the air stays inside yeah. like a, it's like a magical water barrier and you, and you, nope. and you scurry amazing. you scurry next to her and says you, you make yourself ready to start flipping those levers for the claws it better no. if two people do if it comes to fighting nevertheless what do you want nevertheless you're going to need a bigger lobster yeah <laughs> That's true. Um, all right, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna uh, level with you. My friends are in there, and um, I'd like to get them uh, not eaten today, if that's all right. What are your names? I like to get to know my food. 
What's does it? Does he know that we're in the hole? It's, no, it, it doesn't seem you at all. Oh, ah, it's just it's just circling. Uh, it's uh, just uh, it's just circling the apparatus in true shark style. Okay, my apologies. Through. I thought Obliteros was talking to these two. No, no. talking to okay. you two. All right, we on that. Okay, so we get in, we shut the door, and um, we just say, uh, yeah, it's just, we'll, we'll be off soon. So um, it was nice chatting. Ha, I'm sorry. I have to ask though. How can you talk? Who awakened you? I was awakened by a pirate with a magical golden skull. I no longer remember their name. It was quite tasty looking, just like them. I ate many wayward sailors and others that fell from their boat. Lyle, you have a really bad look on your face. I eventually ate him too when he fell just like I'm going to eat you. And uh, initiative, please. Is he monologuing? I think he's monologuing. <laughs> yes. Natural 20. What for? Yes! I think you're all <laughs> crazy well today. You two, are about, you two by the way, are about 50 feet away down in just yes. hiding in the hole, but you can definitely roll initiative as well, of okay. course. Yep. I think we should. <laughs> so, Nadia, uh, this is an apparatus of Qualish, which is an awesome magical item, and I'm going to teach you how it works because you can actually make attacks using the levers inside this little this little uh, mechanical submersible this is badass (laughs) alright so what was your initiative Nadia Uh, well 20 something yeah 23 cool and Sam 11 wow 14 Okay, so Obliteros starts to come forward, but you are going to be able to act first. So the way it works is you can use these levers to make attacks using the gigantic pincers, Mm -hmm. and they're actually pretty good. They have an attack roll of plus eight, and they actually do a reasonable amount of damage. So what, of course, you can do is wait until Obliteros is in range and then attempt to either grab or do... So normally you could make two attacks with the two claws, Mm -hmm. But because you, if you if you have to ready to attack when it's in range, you only get to to make one. Though, okay, of this time around. Cool. Just just this time though, just just so you're aware of how it works. Okay. So, Nadia, are you ready to attack whenever Obliteros comes within range? Jez is ready. Fantastic. Would you please make an attack roll as Obliteros shoots forward, huge gaping maw opening to crunch down upon the apparatus. What is my attack bonus in this situation? Plus eight. Plus eight. Okay. 18. That definitely hits. Uh, please roll 3d6 plus your dexterity and damage. 11 damage. Okay. So, one of the claws <coughs> grapples in and chomps down upon it. Obliteros is then going to try to lash out at the apparatus. Obliteros's huge jaws chomp down upon the apparatus and mm. deal it some damage. Thankfully, it's very tough. It has a lot of hit points, this uh, mm. contraption does. But still, it's not a not a very fun place to be in, Jez, as you are inside this small submersible with this gigantic shark chomping down on the outside. That is then going to be Lyle's turn. All right, looking about inside of this hole. First thing, is the, is the hole that we've crawled through the only means of entrance and exit? Yes, as far as you can see, yes. All right. Cool. So I've still got actions. Take a look around for this treasure. Yes. So within here, you can see that there are a couple of sort of barnacle and coral covered chests of drawers and closets and so forth in this bottom hole. And you can also see in the corner that there is a large pirate chest. Right. Great big classic looking, Mm. you know, chest of booty. It is covered in, you know, once again, barnacles and coral and seaweed and so forth. But it, uh, it sits there. Is the... Is the, would the treasure be able to fit through the hole that we've just got through? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. The hole itself is maybe about eight, nine feet across. Okay. Do I still have actions? Is it- yeah, you know, you can. so you come in and you can see that pretty much straight away. Yeah. All right. Cool. Then we're going to have to do this a couple of different ways. Um, what do you think? I think I'm the one who has the potion of strength if only serves. Yeah. Well, listen, if you want to say that you did have it, you, that is totally fine because otherwise I've just been defaulting to just yeah. having kind of everything. But it wouldn't be practical to have everything on hand. So if no. you want to say, let's just say um, you've got strength, is there anything else that you wanted to have had? Probably a healing potion. That's cool. I mean, it makes sense for the cleric of the party to have some of the potions to allocate. So yeah. that, that, that's absolutely fine. In that case, looks at Izzy. We're going to have to get this out of the water. Okay. Fish around uh, one of the many pouches, mm-hmm. realizing that all the you know snacks and foods are essentially ruined now. Oh no, yeah. my, po- my pocket bacon. Yes, exactly that. <laughs> uh, retrieve a potion of strength, okay. and then uncork it and put my thumb right up against the uh, opening so as to prevent it from leaking out into the uh, water. Perfect, yes. 
Actually, I don't suppose there's like an air pocket or anything underneath here? There could be an air pocket further up, yes. All right, take advantage of that. Okay, so you come up to a small air pocket towards the center and you yep. cough the potion. You are now very, very strong. You have a strength of 23. Sweet. Holy wow. crap. Is there, any, is there anything I need to be aware of? Because I'm also under the potion of breathing uh, underwater. Yes. Oh, no. Random roll table. I know. Yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna be a rules lawyer, you gotta play this both sides. Okay, so here's the good news. Okay. Oh no. You are now about twenty feet tall. Shit. You become a gigantic Lyle. All of a sudden, whoa, 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 bursting whoa, whoa, through to the confines with your, with, first of all, with your strength. So first of all, luckily, your strength is now effectively 26, not 23. You are also about 15, uh, we'll say about perhaps 15 feet tall. Okay. What's happened to the surrounding environment? It has been utterly obliterated. Your left foot smashes out through, opening up the side, uh, the, the side of the ship. It knocks out and it into the debris. Obliteros and this apparatus and this woman behind the controls and I imagine Jez as well are all utterly distracted as they hear this crunching sound. The front half of the ship kind of cracks and starts to slowly uh, uh, slope forward and now you are of the huge size category. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So the woman... Thanks, I hear. So, Thanks, I hate it. So when 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 that occurs, the woman starts to furiously push levers and so forth, and one of the claws jams into the shark as well, grabbing it and dealing it some additional damage. This blood slowly starts to spread through the water. That is then going to be Sam's turn. Just before okay. too much further. Action was to drink a potion. Yes. Everything else was like swimming and doesn't sound like it took another action. No, that's true. Bonus action, shield of faith on myself. Okay, great. <laughs> but it became uh, quite quite the mouthful. <laughs> exactly. Just quite. Fantastic. Sorry. Uh, oh, man. Okay. So with all this happening to the environment, what happens to that chest? But the chest is still there. It's just underneath Lyle's feet. Oh man! I mean, you can you can still get to it. Okay. Yeah, I will go for it. Well, the thing is, it may actually be a bit heavy for little Izzy to grab and, and drag up. Yeah. So you so do you priorities? Do you want to do a different action? I, I feel like you didn't explain yeah. how, big, how big and heavy it was. Okay. Yep. No, this is the thing. This is the thing that's happening. All right. I am going to... Now, I would have prepared this earlier in the day because it's worked out so well for me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Izzy kind of pulls out this little little stick that's that's black at okay. the end. Cool, cool. A little bit, little bit like... A um, little bit charred. Sure, it's kind of just disintegrating a little bit in the water, but hey, it's going to work. Of course. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they kind of let it sit in between their hands and it crackles with electricity. Oh, nice, yes. Um, this is going to be Witch Bolt. Oh, nice. Excellent. So, Witch Bolt. Old fan favorite Witch Bolt. Yes. So make that roll, please. Excellent. And I'm going to cast that at second level. Oh, my. I'm going to take off that little bit there. I need to roll for this, don't I? Yes, you do. Yes, Spell I... attack. Roll and add five. Yes. 19. You easily hit. Woo! Okay. A bolt of electricity shoots through the water, arcing across and across the apparatus and striking the shark. Yep. Build, build damage. That is 18 points of damage. Wow. Okay, that is a strong hit. So Obliterost kind of like... <laughs> just turns turns and looks at this now ruined boat. And then Let go of the lobster! It, and then it sort of jerks its head, which you realize is probably the giant shark version of extreme surprise. It doesn't really have much in the way of facial expression. <laughs> turning around and seeing this now glowing with divine protection, gigantic halfling, mm. <laughs> 15 feet tall, emerging from the wreckage of One a barnacle. halfling now. Yes, yeah, exactly. You beat me to it. I was going to call you a fooling. A fooling. <laughs> it is now Jez's turn. Top of the round. Jez spends her turn staring at Lyle. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good turn. <laughs> yep. Just so productive. Draw, uh, just jaw <laughs> dropped. You can now make two um, attacks, by the way. Yes. With, uh, so uh, Jez is going to say, just kind of under her breath, he's so big, I reckon I could stuff so many animals in him. <laughs> <laughs> Serve him up at uh, speak freely. Oh, just can't just get That's the game. Uh, she rolls very poorly on the first one. I really hope um, you were talking about a blitter just then. <laughs> <laughs> 
like You had your inspiration back then. Yeah, I might re-roll that. Oh, that's really bad. So, 12 to hit. Uh, no, unfortunately, no. it is the armor class that time. And really bad again, sorry. So definitely no no hits on either one. That's okay. So it's so the apparatus you 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 pull the levers and you you try to just get a handle on how this. Uh, just how does this thing work? No, not like that. You're doing it wrong. No, just don't. You, just let me do it. Let I'm me working do it. it out. No, you're not helping. You're you're useless. Let me do it. Give me that lever. Okay, so and so you two are mostly fighting amongst each other inside the inside the ship. Uh, Obliteros is going to once again chomp down on the apparatus, which now cracks a little bit. Cool. And so that's going to be okay for a while, but not indefinitely. That's yeah. for, that's for darn sure. Then it's going to be Lyle's turn again. What's my size compared to Obliteros? You are the same size. Okay. All right. Cool. You're both huge. Jesus. All right. You, well, you could pick up something. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna. Like, just, yeah. All right. So. Improvised weapons here. I'm gonna have to. Um, the mast would make it very That's nice exactly what I'm thinking. Spear, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to. Okay. So, yes. Wrenching the mast out like it's a harpoon. Yeah. Rotted ropes falling to the side. Crow's nest. You know, kind of hanging on by a couple uh, hanging on by a couple of splinters. Indeed. I am going to try and harpoon a blitter <laughs> <laughs> So you, do you swim up? Do you, like, yes. For melee? I'm yeah. gonna have, I think I'm gonna have to. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Go for it. Actually, I mean, it, it will, it'll work like a, an improvised harpoon. Yes. yes. And I presume I'm using strength for this one because yes. it doesn't strike me this is finesse. As long as it's very close range, you can yeah. definitely do that. Yeah. What's so you, my... Sorry, okay. Uh, what's my plus on that? So it's... Sorry. Oh, no, I don't. It's improvised. I don't... I don't sorry, I don't get proficiency, but I do get strength bonus. Yeah, so you still get plus eight because your strength is effectively 26. Sweet. As you are now glowing with arcane power and of huge size. 14 hits, I believe. Yes, it does. All right, and I'm doing just that. So this improvised weapon, I mean, it has to be like a huge spear. So I'm going to say uh, 3d8. Right here. Plus your eight. Uh, 20. Okay, so the spear just jabs into the side of Obliteros, who moves to the side and lets out a keening... Wait, like a gnashing roar of pain. Mm-hmm. That is then going to be the appara- this woman's turn. So she is going to going to continue moving levers. And so what what she does is she kind of moves them around and shifts the machine so that it's right underneath the shark's underbelly. So that'll give you advantage on your next attacks, uh, Jez. Dizzy. Yes. Still maintaining witch bolt. Oh, lovely. Roll damage yes. again, I guess. Because you, you don't have to hit again. You just, no. you just sit there holding out your head, your your fist, and the lightning still courses all across yes. Vladeros's, uh scaly, well, not scaly, uh, gray body. For 17 points of damage. Obliteros is not looking good. Starts to move around and thrash and... <laughs> once again, you just... Grimacing in pain. That is then top of the round again, Jez. Now with advantage on both attacks because um, this woman has maneuvered you underneath Obliteros's underbelly. All right. Uh, God. Okay. And she just pulls levers. Let's do it this way. Up. I'll just up, stop. And she up. bats her away. <laughs> um. So on the first one, I have advantage. Sixteen plus eight. I assume will hit. And what is the damage again? Three d six. Plus your dexterity mod. Yeah. Nine damage on that one. Okay. And so the claw crunches down and snaps onto Obliteros's big tail. I think I'm getting the hang of this. Wait a second, let me go again. Uh, it's a one. <laughs> and then a 19. So she Hit. says, yes, yes, much better, much better. Um, God. Oh. Nine. Nine again. Okay, still, that is going to do it. Obliteros just sort of... <sighs> yells in pain but still alive but is mm-hmm. very wounded blood seeping out throughout the ocean you are in a perpetual red mist in this entire area Obliterar says I will find easier prey hope I cannot see you again and with that the gigantic shark slowly moves away swims into the depths with some remarkable speed swims away into the depths Gigantic Lyle, do you retrieve the chest and bring it back upstairs? Yes, I do. Great. So you, so you're still, you're still 15 feet tall. As you get up to the top, the uh-huh. dragon Zelophan looks at you and says, "Oh my goodness, this is much better. It's so much better. Why don't you stay big like this all the time?" Yeah, Lyle. Why don't you stay big like that all the time? <laughs> Zelophan cocks his head with uh, interest. <laughs> kind of grimacing a bit and then I look to we didn't get the wizard's name yet did we no so Jez you and this woman m- maneuver up and we'll just say we're, we'll just cut to the next scene with all of you on the dock basically yeah, yeah. so um, it, Grin, I, by I, the way this, this, this woman uh, incidentally by the way is, is going to be separate and is going to uh, take Jez nearby so one of the large warehouses is actually her uh, appears to be her her workshop and so what there is is that there's like an underwater gate 
where this apparatus can go through, the apparatus's claws grab the door and using this, the strength of the machine, open this underwater hatch, hatch yeah. mm-hmm. which then allows it to sort of float up in a little, you know, a, yeah, as yeah. you'd imagine it, it, yeah. it, it, inside a wooden warehouse there. You all follow, including Giant Lyle. Yeah. <laughs> you scramble up and you can see that it essentially looks like a large makeshift sort of wizard's laboratory. So she has, you know, bubbling beakers and all kinds of uh, mad things there. It sounds like Zelophon's ah. followed us. Has Zelophon followed us? Yes. So he is outside. She opens the door and looks at him and says, Well, some lot of good you were. Oh, I didn't think you were me interfering. You don't seem to like me. I don't like you. You're rude. All right. Aww. He's only little. He's huge. Well, he's young. I suppose so. Mm, I'm so- I'm sorry. Listen, if you got into trouble, I would have been there. I would have helped out. Proper, proper I would have. All right, then. Well, I, I suppose we could work out a way to share the ships. So uh, I'll choose some and you choose some other ones and... And we'll just uh, see who's luckier with what they find. With the help of the scavenger's scavenger's handbook, I think we can come to some kind of agreement. (laughs) She nods and says, well, I want to thank you for your help. Here, I should give you something. And she turns and walks back and comes out and says, uh, well, there you go. Call it a, a, a rescue fee. And uh, gives you uh, 300 gold. Oh. Cool. In a large coin purse. So you pop open the chest, I imagine? Absolutely. Yes. Great stuff. So the chest contains, uh, well, lots of money, uh, mostly silver and copper. So okay. you might need to actually lug the chest back just to, you know, mm. avoid having to yeah. carry <laughs> carry the, the, the silver and gold by other means. There is some gold. And Zillafine says, ooh, I want the gold mostly. You can have the silver and the copper. Works for me. So you separate it. And really? actually, you're getting two thirds of it, really. He's not taking half. The gold mm. the gold by itself isn't enough to make up for the mass of other yeah. coinage, coinage there. But in total, you get 1,642 Whoa. gold worth of silver and, silver and copper. It is, in fact, quite the hall. Did anything go to the wizard as well? No, she, she was like had no something. claim on that particular chest. Yeah. It's because of the handbook. Indeed. Yes, yes totally. You're welcome. But let's, <laughs> we should probably not undersell the fact that um, quite good that she brought along an apparatus that could have helped you. That was pretty useful, I have to say. Yes. All right. Fun. We're not going to um, provide some measure of like you know reward. The reward yeah. is, as always, my company, Lyle. <laughs> I don't feel particular. I don't feel that rich. Ah, <laughs> wizard. Your name? My name is Grindeth. Grindeth. Grinda Garloth. Grinda. Grinda. And you look around her little abode and you can see that, you know, it's a ramshackle home. You know, it's got mm-hmm. a very unmade bed, as mentioned, an, al- an alchemist's an alchemist's laboratory. There's a small little potbelly stove. There's a coat rack, a table, a stool, a, a stuffed chair that's in very poor condition. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a washing basin and a, a small chest, similar to the pirate chest you've just picked up in the corner. So there. how does hmm? an old granny become an underwater treasure hunter? Oh, that's a that's a tale for a different time. But I okay. guess I wanted to. That's probably the short version. Well, perhaps it's time for you to tell us at our establishment. Oh, we... I've got too much work to do. I, I never leave my I never leave my workshop. In the eventual way that you might, there is certainly a free meal and free drinks available for you at the Speak Freely Tavern in the North Ward. There's no Speak Freely Tavern in the North Ward. I know the city locations like the back of my hand. There is now. It used to be. You might have known it as Trollskull Manor at one point. She grows pale. Is Green Maggie still there? No, she's gone. The that's hag. The, that's the hag, yeah? Yes. What do you know of her? She was terrible. Very, very terrible. That was one of the places that she's resided in. Her favorite original, I believe. Her it's two what? sisters were killed many years ago, but she moves around from orphanage to orphanage. I think she's been about four that she's resided in. So she's still kicking around Waterdeep then? Well, they had to burn down a... Another small orphanage, not eight months ago. I can't imagine it was anything other than her, a hag once more. Bones found in the backyard. Right, that's something to consider. Yes. Well, at least our establishment is hag-free now, so if you do want a pint, it feels like you should be getting out more. Come and say hello. You know what? I'll think about that, young lady. I'll think about that a long time. Well, maybe I will see to see my way to giving myself a break at some point. And if I do, then I will I will certainly um, patron your establishment. All right. Sylvain says, And Sue, so if you can ask if I can be allowed in, that'd be super wonderful. Otherwise, yes. I'm just going to go down and hunt for more treasure. Thank you. Oh, no, no, actually, I, I, should, I should take this uh, gold back to my new lair. Yes. I actually, like, 
Questa. If you don't think I should, I should make my lair on Mount Wardy. There's an under an undersea cave down here which I can use instead. Zelfon, I think that for now, go and stay there. But I think, um, or actually, would you mind? And she kind of looks at um, at Granny and says, uh, "Would you mind if Zelfon stays here for a couple of days?" I would really like it if one of our friends could uh, could meet him. So, in that case, Grinda looks him up and down, and there's a pointed moment with them staring at each other, and then they both narrow their eyes together at the same time, and then they both burst out laughing. Yeah. And Grinda says, oh, All right, why not? I suppose you could be useful to have around. I don't fight, though. I hate fighting. I hate violence. Well, I just hope you'll be scary enough that other other things won't want to mess with us. What do you say? You can stay here, and uh, we'll work together for now. That sounds good. And he, and he puts his head forward. What in all the gods' name are you doing? Oh, for a head touch. Oh, okay, we shake hands. Oh, that's really weird. And so he... <laughs> and so, let's do both then. And so he, he holds his clawed hand forward. Yep. And she takes his claw <laughs> in her hand and just kind of shakes it. Why do you shake it? I don't know, it's just what we do. And then he puts his head forward and she walks over, sort of shuffles over, waddles over really, uh-huh. and then just rests her forehead against his forehead, touching it for a moment, and then they let go. And then Zelophon walks over to each of you and says, All right, then, well, it's lovely to meet you, and holds his holds his hand out. Am I still 15 feet? Yes. Excellent, which goes, I will take his... You, you give him a firm, <laughs> yes. a firm uh, like-sized shake, and Indeed. then you shrink. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> And then he wants to shake hands with all of you as well. Yes. So lovely to meet you. You're my favourite. He says to Izzy. And with that, he leaps into the water and is gone. Grinda says, are you still here? I've got work to do. All right, Grinda. Well, we might be back in a couple of days and we'll, uh, we'll bring a friend, all right? All right, then. All right. She just goes back to her lab, starts to do that. And with that, then, you make your way through the rain, further north. Job well done. Yes. Back to Troll Skull Alley. And with that, let's leave it there for now. And scene. Thanks for listening to Shared Sagas. All music on the show is used under Creative Commons. Check the episode notes for full details.